Good evening, listeners, and welcome to the ATO Podcast. I am your host, Sam Sheehan. That's right. I'm in control of this one. And joining me, as always, we've got Lucky's Pipe. We've got Matthew Ignall. We've got Jonathan Ignall. And we also have our producer, Efren Ramos. And today we are going to be doing a Dungeons and Drag, I mean, a role-playing game themed version of on here on the podcast. So basically what I will be doing is I will be reading out a description of what is going on. They will basically tell me what they want to do. Um, I will roll dice to see if they succeed, and we will see if they uh, obtain their objective. Before we start, gentlemen, though, we must select our characters. So, first, we have Jalen Brown is an erudite wizard of coolness who studied at the Cool Academy of Being Cool. Though being of young age, he had given many lectures to spread the teaching of the Order of Coolness around the world and to fight against the hegemonic faceless rule of an evil underground organization. That uh, organization was the clandestine order of evil minions known as the Stat Nerd Order. Jalen was injured and found his powers of cool waning all the while he was being pursued by the Stat Nerds, who were pouncing on this opportunity to attack him. He decided to lay low in the town of Teddy Garden and take a job while he recovers to strike back against the Stat Nerds. So that was one of the characters. Next, we have Kyrie Irving, who is a druid of the Third Eye, a wizened wanderer whose attunement with nature comes from a decade of wandering the different planes. He is truly awoken to the ways of the Third Eye, and this power had him recruited by the King of the Land, who used the druid's mighty power to turn back the golden warrior gods as they invaded the cleaved land. However, <laughs> Irving heard a call for help on another plane, and he left the cleaved land to protect another realm as an old hermit named Drew. Unfortunately, without Irving's might, the warrior gods and their reaper tore the cleaved land asunder, forcing the king to flee. Irving has returned to this plane and is now ready to vanquish the warrior gods and banish them back to their palaces built on the occupied land. Next, we have Marcus Morris, otherwise known as Captain Flask, a pirate known around the world over for his daring raids on Stat Nerd Outposts, coordinating his attacks with his twin brother as their ships grow heavy from the conquered treasure that they take from these Stat Nerds. Unfortunately, the calamity of the dying sun wrecked Morris's ship and separated him from his crew and his brother. He washed ashore and journeyed to Teddy Garden, hoping to put his formidable combat experience to the test to earn a coin for a boat to find his brother. Al Horford is a noble paladin, a knight of the Order of Gorgeous Eyes, dedicated to keeping the people safe. It is rumored that Horford was once one of the five talons of the Hawk, a group of chivalrous bandits who stole from the king to give to the poor. They became the thing of legends and were beloved by all. That is, of course, until they were ambushed by Dell of the Dova, who launched a sneak attack and <laughs> injured them beyond continuing, where they were scattered beyond the king's might. Horford is now a, <laughs> Horford is now a marshal of the peace in Teddy Garden, beholden to uphold peace on behalf of the Order of Gorgeous Eyes. He lends a hand to any dangerous situations. Uh, Terry Rozier is a charming rogue, beloved in the populace of Teddy Garden. Well, less so now. Uh, for his performances in Bravado, he embarrassed the petty knight Edric of Bloodstone in a duel and claimed not to know the man's name, calling him Drawn Bloodsow. Charismatic and beloved, Terry uses his guile and dexterity to add an already larger-than-life reputation. He has agreed to be hired, but is more interesting in, in the stories and spreading his fame than of the coin. Last but not least, we have Marcus Smart, a mighty berserker whose cunning and tenacity have him feared throughout the Stat Nerd Order. 
Smart had lost his homeland and was berated and tortured in the captivity of the stat nerds. However, he freed himself one day and made a solemn vow to hunt down all of the stat nerds and put an end to them. An enemy of order and fascism and an agent of chaos and freedom, Smarth travels the land, hunting his stat nerd prey, sniffing out their taint in communities and uprooting them and their evil soldiers with his formidable combat abilities. Smart is in Teddy Garden, trying to acquire some coin for his continued hunt against the stat nerds. So, gentlemen, I leave it to you. Which of these six brave warriors will you be taking with you on your journey today? I'm inclined to say uh, Al Horford. I'm a, okay. I feel like I'm a kind okay. soul. And, you know, I'd rather fight with my words than my fists. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to represent Al Horford in this quest. I, I've read Mark, so I'll, I'll take Jalen Brown. Okay. So now, so Matt, Matt has selected Jalen Brown as his, uh, like it. as his, uh, as his character. Look, uh, John, okay. Lucky has selected smart as his uh, thing. I, I looked at a clock yes. this morning. It was three seventeen. The stars aligned. I am T-Row. We're all working together though, right? Yep. You're everybody's so, uh, working together. Um, we're trying to kick those snat nerds right in the fucking nuggets. Um, <laughs> Hypothetically, we'll see. We'll see if you guys are actually facing the stat nerds. Um, come uh, in this particular. Oh, shit, we they're, might not even get to the stat nerds cliffhanger right here. They, the we stat multi parts. The, the stat nerds are uh, sort of a, an evil on the horizon at this point. Hell yeah! Uh, does anyone have any questions before we start? I'm worried. I'm worried <laughs> so <Jonathan>. many. <laughs> I'm, worried, I'm worried Jonathan is going to like this too much. This seems right up his alley. Uh, <laughs> I my my uh, character bio hasn't loaded yet, but um, this is this is on par with the Dangan Ropa for me. <laughs> so, so you're saying you the love stat sheets? Uh, I don't know what I think. Yeah, Sam, we we all figured you were a dungeon master uh, just in real life, though. Yeah, this is. <laughs> so I'm seeing. Um, I'm Jalen Brown. My race is being cool. <laughs> my class and level is cool one. My background is sage. My alignment is lawful good. And I have no yes. experience. Mm-hmm. The, the the biggest um, thing you'll see all of your categories are divided up into six different categories. There's uh, combat muscles, coolness, thick jack frame, third eye, uh, wokeness, and eroticism. Uh, who, who's Jalen again? Uh, it, J- Matt, I think you have some spells, but I don't think anyone else does. Uh, Grab- but- passive perception, which seems exciting. Yes. You definitely, have, okay. you definitely have to take graduate classes to get spells. Efren, you have, uh, Al has a, a gorgeous eyes sort of flamethrower that he can mm-hmm. use uh, once a day. Jonathan Terry is uh, sort of like a, a, a sneaky character type. So uh, he gets a sneak attack bonus when he like uh, sneaks up behind people or they don't know that he's there. Last lucky, um, you have Smarf has something called winning plays, um, which he can basically do twice a day, where he uh, suddenly does winning plays and he'll uh, take less damage and cause more damage. He also gets a combat muscles boost. All right, so I'm gonna uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start here. All right, so the four of you sit in a rowdy tather, waiting for your contact to arrive. You've all been called the tiny village of Teddy Garden, a raucous place. Where everyone is intoxicated, yet they have a strange obsession with making sure everyone is 26 years old. You sit at a table and await the person who has hired you, this motley crew, for a job. You've been called to the village by the town's spiritual master. He's the de facto mayor and, or mayor, and mayor and elder of the town, in spite of the fact that he is barely 42 years old. He has earned this status by somehow reaching this age as a virgin and never having sex. 
This man is revered in the town and is seen as sort of a messiah figure because he has two children he conceived immaculately. Again, I want to stress this man is a virgin. Suddenly, you see the man enter the tavern, slip through the tavern in a shirt and jacket. He's left his collar open and there is no tie. There can be no mistaking him. This is the man who has hired you all, the Holy Virgin Mayor Brand Stephen. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of times as a DM, I'm just going to sort of uh, act as a character, and uh, you know, you're just going to have to talk to me like I'm the character. Uh, so sorry, I'm, I'm late, gentlemen. I uh, I was running uh, behind schedule, but I appreciate you all coming. All right, well, I'll get right down to brass tacks, gentlemen. We had a youthful warrior, a brave champion who defended our homes when no one else previously could. Though young, he developed quickly and truly became the finest young attacker this village had seen in a long time. His efforts helped to turn back the greased freak when he marched on our lands. He led our armies deep into the lands of Saxer, embarrassing the great legionnaire, the coward of pears, and defeating the Saxers with such ferocity that their own fire rained on their heads. An illness falls in these lands again. The body of our paladin, Gordon the Gamed, is missing from his tomb, and the coward pears leads the Saxer armies through our lands at will. Word has spread that the greased freak has obtained a cunning advisor who has unlocked all of his pure powers, and the illest rumors lie to the north, where they say lizards of impossible strength have found a mighty golem with no feeling that has fashioned them into a force to be reckoned with. To be honest, these rumors would not trouble me, but our warrior has gone missing, and I fear he has fallen under the spell of the evil warlock, the Black Mamba. The Mamba appeared to the warrior as a boy, offering him training and compassion. But now he has a dark hold on the lad, and I fear he has fallen under his curse or become his thrall. I want to hire you to bring back our warrior, to break the spell that has been cast over him, and if possible, capture the Mamba and bring him back here. He resides at the Tower of the Twin Snakes, but be forewarned, he has cannibalized all the careers of his former allies, and these revenants pace the halls in the Tower of Twin Snakes, forever beholden to his evil will. So where do we go from here? Where do we start? Um, I, I'd like for you, to, uh, you gentlemen, if you head north, you'll uh, you'll actually arrive at the tower just out of town. It's, it's really not that far. You'd think he would have built in, uh, you know, an evil tower further away, but um, we're trying to make this episode short, so it's actually uh, quite close. Uh, you can actually probably uh, hit it with a rock uh, as soon as you leave the city gates. So I think we should probably leave this this tavern here, folks. Uh, we're gonna, I should. I should hope so. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely yeah. uh, uh, head out of here. All right. Hey, can I use my eroticism to just get into the building and get through the guards? We're going. We're going. Oh. We're going to the tower. Uh, no, I'm saying, second I'm decision. No, listen, folks. I'm in the starting lineup now. I get to make some decisions. <laughs> Everything's looking real hot. So we're going to this fucking tavern. Okay. All right. So, uh, okay, you guys, uh, you guys uh, get to the tower without any. Um, sort of trouble it's sort of a a golden and purple tower um it's it's really gross um really gross looking and kind of like a you know chintzy looking on the outside it's it's very cheap but you can see kind of a golden door um on the front and it's sort of like emblazoned with a snake's head are there guards at the front there there are no guards it seems to be unguarded there's no uh, so i got a sell through it too bad <laughs> oh yeah well, yeah, can, some acrobatics. can we get Terry to stealth through the door and let us in? Well, there's no uh, guards. Why don't I just dance through it and do some acrobatics? Okay. All right. Uh, Terry goes here very acrobatically, um, backflips a couple of times, um, and um, tries the door, and it is open. 
You, get, you guys enter the tower and are struck by the ornateness of the Tower of Twin Snakes. It is impeccably well kept, as though there are thousands of mindless drones working tirelessly to protect this cheap legacy. I repeat, this insanely cheap legacy. In a double helix, there are staircases decorated as serpents. One labeled number eight, and one labeled number 24. Three hunched, pathetic creatures menace a man in a cage tucked between two staircases. Um, their backs are to, to you as you enter, so they have not seen you. The man, however, has seen you, and his eyes sort of go wide, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't say anything. It seems like he's trying to like, kind of keep himself quiet. I think we should use some of Jalen's smarts to figure out which stairway to take up. What do you think about that, Jalen? We can all, I mean, this, this place is offensive to my coolness, um, <laughs> so I'm a little lost for words. Uh, it is. It is pretty. Uh, pretty yes. Bad. Can I? I, I mean, I, I have some insight here. I have some perception. Yeah. Sure. Would you? Would you like? Would you like to uh, sort of take a look around and see if you notice anything? Let's do that. Okay. You, you don't really uh, notice anything. You do notice that these uh, these horrible little creatures. Uh, you you kind of remember something from some of your studies before that you'd heard that there's like a a warlock and he has these awful terrible little creatures and just thousands of them that sort of you know work and do his bidding i think i believe they're called stands um <laughs> you know and there's just thousands of them seem to be here for the the, the black mamba uh you only see three right now but from your you know reckoning you can tell that's what these creatures are they don't look particularly formidable they look uh, you know pretty pathetic to you i'm gonna because i have a 30 foot uh distance to, to hit these motherfuckers i'm gonna run I'm gonna run a melee weapon attack. Can we roll for that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you would, right. would you like to, would you like to start? So so you're just charging in, smart. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, which which one are you gonna take a swing at? There's one on the left, one in the middle, and one in the right. Uh, we're going uh, bowling rules. Going straight through the middle. Okay. Lines. So uh, with Please. a. With, with like a, a, a murderous intent in his eye, uh, Smart lunges into action and charges one of the stands with their backs um, still turned. Okay, uh, it is a hit. Um, Lucky, what, what's your damage die say? What does it say? 1d something, you should say, for damage? Uh, 6 plus 3 slashing damage. 1d, 6 Whoa. plus 3. Okay, so you just take like a huge friggin' chunk out of one of these stands and just knock him flat like like it looks like you might have even knocked him out um but he he's he's bleeding pretty bad and you really like knock him down uh one, one of the stands say uh whoa uncool bro do you not know your history the other two were sort of um pincering in on uh smart who uh you know you know chose, chose the middle one to I, really I know, need, get I himself surrounded is it time <laughs> is it time to shut up the busters yeah, I, if yeah, I mean they they don't seem to have seen you yet. So if you could try to uh, do a you know some sort of stealth attack if you wanted to, I want it to be loud though. Okay, so you want you want to shut up the busters loudly. <laughs> All right, so uh, Terry uh, tries to uh, t- take a swing at one of the busters, but um, you know like uh, so like 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 he sort of. Uh, has been prone to do lately. He just totally misses. Um, and, uh, the, but the stand doesn't really seem to notice. He sort of missed so badly, like the wind or like the sound effect of, you know, it's sort of the rapier slashing by him didn't really do anything. J- Jalen, it's going to be your turn now. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, they accused us of not knowing our history and then I, I, I just can't accept that. So, um, <laughs> Um, so are you are you gonna be I believe you have uh, you have some options uh, you have uh, weapons but then you also have something called a cool stair which you can use at will um, 
I think it's a, it's a under your cantrips, I believe. No, I don't. I don't even want to look at these fools. Um, uh, okay, so you're not even. <laughs> so are you going to try and attack them blindly then, without <laughs> without uh, without looking at them? I mean, if there's anybody that can do it, it's Jalen Brown. So uh, okay, Thanks. all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give you disadvantage for not looking at your phone. <laughs> but uh, all right, I'm assuming you're using your uh, your quarterstaff, uh, not using your uh, be a cool cantrip. That's right. It's going for threes, okay. baby. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, J- Jalen uh, uh, whacks the wall with his stick. He misses quite badly. Oh, <laughs> it is pretty cool to not look at your opponents, but it seems like he has uh, he's sort of Taking missed. a step back, yeah. Yeah. Um, the listeners right. at home, I got myself in a real doozy here. Yeah. Surrounded on all sides. Speaking My of which. Uh, have the- let me down. The, the stand on the left is sort of he, he's rushing at you Marcus and he's uh he, he's he's looking like he's ready to you know sort of t- take a piece out of you so he he's gonna roll um so he actually is gonna uh, gonna hit you with one of his little swords um, guess what and- I just dove on the ground hurt my thumb a little bit it's okay we can yeah. still make some shots it's all right figure it out and uh, oh boy he really got you good too uh, he's gonna hit you for uh, six damage uh so I think you've got uh if I'm looking I got 14 at, hit points. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, I think 14. Yeah, you have 14 hit points. So you're d- you're down to eight now. Yeah, it's all good. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, I'd like to attack. I feel like these stands are feeble-minded. I'm wondering if I could pay them off. I have some uh, some oh. coins and gems here. Um, okay, so you can try and use your eroticism to sort of uh, charm the stands. Well, more so persuasion, but I think eroticism goes hand in hand with yeah. that. I'm wondering I, if I can give them yeah. my 14 pieces of gold and 56 silver pieces to maybe let us up the stairs. Okay. You like shiny things. It's really attractive. Yeah. But I'd like to hear out your... Uh, so so you, are you just going to go talk to one of the stands then? Yes. Oh, all right. <sighs> What what the hell are you two guys doing here? What, what are you doing coming at me with that gold? Who are you? I am Al Horford. And I have 14 pieces of gold for these fixed pieces of silver. No rings. But is this enough to persuade you to let us upstairs? Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Let, let, let me just ask you something. Who is the greatest player of all time? The, the greatest, not the greatest Laker. Not the greatest. Anyway. Who is the greatest player of all time? Let me ask you that. Don't do Who gets it. the scores? Who's getting the buckets? Kobe Bryant is the best player of all time. Okay, let's see. <laughs> 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 he, he it's a critical success. He buys your your lie. Um. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here, we'll. Uh, you know, we'll. we'll you know, I'll, I'll, You know what? You can actually keep your money. Uh, I can see the honesty in your eyes. Those gorgeous eyes of yours that you have. Our friend. He's bleeding out on the floor there. I understand maybe a friend got like a little bit carried away, um, you know, so what we get, as a fellow Kobe fan, you, you're one of us. So, uh, yeah, you can absolutely, you, you feel free to go on through. I know, I know you guys won't cause any trouble, you know, when, once you get up the stairs at all. Yeah, that was can't any resemblance. <laughs> when did you New York Jew? It's a stand. They're everywhere. L- LA doesn't have really have like non denominational accents. The dungeon master would like to remind everyone in the peanut gallery. <laughs> um, all right, so so what long, would you guys like to do? This? You, seem, you, seem to, you seem to have kind of won them over, 
And, uh, you, you know, there's there's two staircases. There's one uh, labeled 8 and one labeled 24. So, uh, you know, you guys are sort of... And there's also a guy in the cage who's sort of, you know, while they're preoccupied, sort of euthanizing their friend, he's like kind of trying to, like, wave you guys over. Oh. I, I want to hear what this guy has to say. I think I, I think Al could hypnotize, hypnotize the guy into telling us the truth Psst. to get over there. Guys, hey, come, come over here. Come here. Come here. I got something to tell you. Yeah, what's up? Hey, hey. All right. So, look, you guys got to get me out of here, Okay. I'm captive here, but look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring this out. You guys want to go up the stairs, right? You guys want to, you know, sort of come up, try and, you know, maybe get something at the top of the stairs. Well, here's the thing: you guys are gonna need to go, don't need to know the secrets, no matter which staircase you pick. The number eight, that's the, that's the staircase of pasts, and number twenty-four, that's the staircase of more recent pasts. Look, I can tell you how to get past some of the monsters up there, but you guys gotta get me out of here. You gotta get me out of here. Oh, by the way, my name's Smush Parker. Nice to meet you guys. Let's put him down. <laughs> All right. All right, so you want to put him down? <laughs> it's up to you, Jalen. Is, is that your executive decision? I mean, uh, Jalen decides this one. All right. I mean, we want to kill the creature known as Smush Parker in the, in the cage. Is that really how well, this, you want to be this spending? This is a man. It's, it, let me get this clear. It's not a creature. It's just a man <laughs> being held captive by the stands. An enemy of my enemy is my friend. Look, so, guys. Yeah, that's the wisdom coming through. You guys just give me one of the keys. One of those little stands has the key. I don't know which one, but you get me that key, uh, I'm, I'm out of here. You know, like, I'm just going to... And I'll tell you guys everything I know about the guys up up top there. You can, can trust... the guy with the key? Because that would be convenient. Smush Parker. Uh, you want to make... Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, that passes. So, yeah, you can kind of see... Um, you can see it was not the guy um, that you killed, but you can also see that the, it's the guy with his back to you right now. So they're still kind of choking out their friend. You can actually see the key like, kind of on his belt loop. He's not really guarding it very well. It's very old school. That sounds like stealth mode. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me see. Uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, passive person. So you're going to you're gonna try and uh, uh, sort of pickpocket the key from the guards then, Terry. Yeah, with a sneak, sneak attack. Okay. So, uh... Yeah, okay, so Terry is successful. He sort of, uh, you know, he creeps over. He's just sort of like, well, yeah, no, Kobe Bryant's great. And he, he just sort of, like, lifts the key off the belt of the thing and sort of retreats um, with it. So now, so now you're back in front of the cage, uh, you know, with the key, Terry. So it's up to you what you want to do from here. I think Smush Parker should join the crew. Okay, <laughs> so, you, so wait, you really? You, you guys want me to come with you? Oh, man, it's... The last time I had, you know, so allies, you know, people close around me, it, did, it didn't go so well. Um, what uh, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I thought the Mamba was a friend. Um, I, I really did. Um, this is well, me, Smush Parker. This is what I sound like, by the way. Um, and uh, <laughs> this is, uh, and, you know, he just sort of betrayed me and locked me up in this cage and sort of, you know, berated me. You know, whenever the stands get too rowdy, he just sort of sends them down here to yell at me. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about this guy. Can I use passive perception? Uh, I guess that's uh, combat. That's combat. No, you, I don't you, uh, you, can use, you can use insight. I just um, want to know if he's being honest with us or not. I'm yeah. worried that he's going to join our crew and then all of a sudden he's going to take oh. off hit points right. from one of us. All right. So you uh, you actually critically critically succeed on your uh, perception check. So you can tell now, this guy is yeah, this guy is very genuine. Like he, okay. he this is this is a hurt this is a hurting man. He definitely does really want to help you guys, but he is you know very scared of the black mamba and his wrath. Yes, we must lift up the downtrodden. Ask him to join. He, he doesn't have to play. Just you know. Take, take the bench roll. 
that 15 year veteran we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, I think we should rescue him. And Smush okay. Parker's still playing basketball, by the way. He plays for Albany, <laughs> Albany <laughs> Platoons. So is that real? He could, he, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He can hang. Um, so l- let me tell you guys what I know. Okay, so there's there's two different staircases here. I've heard, um, you know, in the uh, so on the number eight staircase, there's 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 a crazy man. Um, in floor number one, he was literally driven insane. Um, you know, the, the the Mamba just sort of left him in, in sort of this like over, you know, in charge of like this little this little outpost, this little mining colony. And he was in charge of all of these guys, and they literally drove him insane. So what I've heard is, no matter what, you can't men- mention gold around this guy, or he'll go berserk. Uh, he really hates nuggets of gold. That's that's like the one thing I've really learned about him. Um, up on the second floor of the number eight staircase, there's this great big shadow golem of this this old genie. It, it's not really the genie, but it, I've heard it was like the only the only thing that could grant the Black Mamba his wishes. Um, and but for some reason he chased it away for, for for no reason seemingly other than his own hubris. So you know he's sort of haunted by that. So he's sort of kept like a like a like a sort of a a, a white or a shadow of that you know sort of up there. You, you know, and that, that after that, you sort of get to the top floor. As far as the, the number 24 staircase, he, he sort of, there's this old rotting corpse that he sort of keeps around. It's sort of like a throwback to his old his old days. And this is like just a, a creature that he has abused. Um, and I think you got to pretty much fight this thing no matter what um, if you go in there. Because it's, you know, you know, it's just in rough shape. And then in like the second floor of the number 24 staircase, there's a, there's a man there with, with no name. He's like sort of a, a, a wraith. I heard that he was in charge of some terrible massacre. And he'll, he'll, he'll read you a little rhyme, and you got to guess his name. Um, if you guess his name wrong, he'll kill you and curse you. Uh, but if you guess it right, he'll, he'll let you pass without, without, uh, without anything. So, uh, you know, it's up to you guys. I'm just here providing the information and sort of, you know, tagging along. But, you know, it's great to have friends again. So, so what are the people with? Do we, we want to hear uh, what that genie has to offer? Uh, I, I personally look forward to it. To just hearing what that genie's gonna sound like, um, or or do we want to uh, attempt fate and guess who that second person is? I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the number eight door. I don't know. I think eight's good. I, I think we go eight. Yeah. Okay. That's All with Shaq, right. right? Well, no, it's, it's a genie. Gollum, Gollum, Gollum. <laughs> is it genie bus? Yeah, it's a genie. Well, it might be. It might be. We're, we're we don't know. Okay. Um, all right. So you, you guys are slowly sort of extend um, the, the, the number eight staircase. Um, you, you know, as you go by, there's all sorts of like, you, you know, pictures about um, all sorts of different charms that you know sort of uh, they seem to make you a little woozy and so you know sort of forgetful if you look at them too long. It seems like you know this number eight stair holds you know something that he really wants people to forget this black mamba you know something that he, he sort of swept under the rug and uh, you know might have uh, something bad he might have done I can't can't really think of what that is off the top of my head but uh, anyway so you guys sort of reach uh, the second floor and there's like this big door there and it's just emblazoned uh, purple uh, so what do you guys want to do about this door here can we knock? Okay, yeah, you, you want to do a knocking check. You, you know, Al, you uh, with your gauntleted fist, you knock on the door very loudly. All of a sudden, you hear like some, some scampering beyond the door, and you hear like a, hear someone like come, come, just come like kind of fast, hurried steps, kind of get through, and all of a sudden the door swings open, and there's just this man with like, 
just some crazy eyes. And he, hey, 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 how, how you guys doing? Hey, uh, well, boy, well, <laughs> I really uh, had visitors in a long time. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on in, come on in, come on in. Hey, it's Bush Parker. He escaped. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, it's not my problem. Oh, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I haven't had friends like this in a while. Boy, all right. So, uh, what are you guys doing? What are you? Uh, who? Who? Who are you? Who are you? What are you? What are you? What are you guys trying to do here? I don't know if I hey, trust friend. this guy. Who, who are you, bud? Oh, me! I'm the express. You don't know me. I, I was actually uh, in charge of, uh, you know, sort of like a, a minor fiefdom. <laughs> you know, the Bamba helped me out with that. I had the, had this fiefdom. It was it was great. Uh, it was great. I took over this old uh, this old old guy named Carl. He was doing like a real bad job. It was called it's called the Denver. This mining town. It was really great. I'm Brian Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw, by the way, that is my name. That's my name. I'm I've had a great time, and I'm. I'm still good. I'm still good. <laughs> ah, so anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Denver. <laughs> no, Denver. We're not going to talk about that. No, Denver's doing pretty good. Right. Have, you, have you been keeping up with the modern times? Really? Let me let me let me tell you something, okay? Denver, 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 they are standing on the back of my work. Things that I did, things that I put into play. They didn't have to deal with Kenneth Farid. Oh, well, 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 play defense, Kenneth Farid. You know, you got to earn your paycheck for God's sake. No. <laughs> so, what are you guys up to? What are you What are you doing here? I didn't okay. say. I'm actually, the guard of this floor, so I should probably ask that a little bit sooner. But I just, I got so excited, <laughs> you know. All right, I'm gonna take my buddies aside here, and uh, do we trust Brian Shaw over here? Yeah, can we huddle? Is that like a part of yeah, that? Was that was really encouraging, right there? <laughs> My fears have been eased. Okay, I think I think we need to take Brian. Very stable. Yeah, I think we need to just take him out, guys. This is a lost cause. Dagger. I think we gotta kill him. Who's making a move on Brian? He's sort of you know pacing. He's, he seems to be a little worried about that you guys are talking about him. He's about uh, thirty feet away or so. Well, I need to break out of my slump. So, yes, he does. you know, I, I need to be more aggressive here. Um, I'd like to Tr- use drill down the rain. I will use uh, my coolness stare. All right. So, Jalen, you uh, you look very coolly at, uh, at at Brian Shaw. And all of a sudden you can sort of see him, you know, you sort of freeze up. Um, looks like he's taking it. <laughs> this is cold. And, uh, you know, he's actually going to take, uh, you know, four damage. It actually looks like um, he might, you know, kind of be struggling so much. He actually doesn't realize that you attacked him. So he's actually not really hostile to you guys yet. But it does look like he took about four cold damage uh, from your attack. You know what, guys? I'm going for it. I'm going to go with the melee weapon attack. It's a plus five. To hit. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Smarf, you, you, you barrel in. Uh, at Brian Shaw, uh, he's like, "Whoa, look at you, big guy! Hey, come here, come here, give me, give me out!" Um, you are uh, oh, folks. Wow. Okay. And uh, well, Smurf, you you hit him with a big, big old attack. You have a great axe, right, Smurf? I believe. Yes, I do uh, have some. Uh, you actually probably killed that guy last time, then, because I think we used your hand axe instead of your uh, your. Uh, yeah, well, he did. I guess he did eventually die, one way or the other. Okay, so that's one d twelve plus three slashing damage. I have two hand axes, one for each hand. Okay, for the so, you, so you hit him, but you just kind of like graze him a little bit. Uh, luckily, your your combat muscles are so great that you actually kind of like uh, you know t- take a big whiff there, and you actually uh, uh, 
you, you know, the, the, the wind is so vicious. That actually, you know, sort of tears him up a little bit behind it. So he actually takes another four points of damage. Hey, my, my Marcus, why'd you, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Uh, <laughs> hey, how about you, you know, look coach, in my eyes? How about you coach, look in my eyes? I was just eyes? trying to work it for. I was working hard, man. I was working hard. So, so, I, was just, I, I thought you would respect that. I was Brian, my all. Brian tries to give you some sort of like crazed look. Um, you know, it seems like it might maybe make you uh, sort of lose yourself a little bit. But luckily, um, you know, Smarf uh, with a stick jacked frame is, uh, and, you know, your pretty ample uh, third eye is, is not a. Uh, it's not really uh, vulnerable to that. You just kind of shrug off uh, Brian's stare. Um, he tries to move at you, but um, he, he, Jalen has sort of chilled him with his cold stare, so he can't really move very far. He only gets, uh, you know, uh, the, closes the gap about 10 feet to Jalen. Can I throw my dagger? Uh, yeah. Good play for what? A- absolutely you can. Um, let me dagger see. at Brian Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me see. Okay, so Terry. Okay. So, so Terry, you actually critically fail, and you actually your dagger kind of slips out um, on the backswing, um, and you actually kind of hit yourself in the back of the head with the dagger for about one damage. You only hit yourself with the flat part of it. Um, but Al, it, it is your turn now. Yeah, I think we need to finish this guy off. I'm gonna go with my javelin melee weapon attack. Okay, I think you, I think your broadsword will do more damage if you're gonna do a melee attack. You got I, one of those? I have a longsword. Longsword, okay. I think yeah. that that should. I think that will also do more damage. Okay, yeah, let's just do yeah, that. Yeah, one d8. Yeah, um, and more strength. Okay, yeah. So you you really get a big piece of uh, poor poor Brian Shaw, who's effectively kind of you know rolling around on his feet. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna do it. You just you know knock him right down with the longsword. Um, doesn't look like he, he, you know, it looks like he's he's still, you know, alive and kicking, but he's out. Um, you know, he sort of stopped saying all this, you know, crazy mumbo jumbo. Um, you do see, like, uh, he, there's some keys sort of on his belt. Um, look to be about the same colors that, you know, the door on the far side of the room. Yeah, I don't feel bad for his demise. Um, can I uh, use some of my healing for these guys? I feel like some of our yeah. team... Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think uh, the only person who's taking damage is uh, Smart, but I believe you can heal. Uh, you have. No, uh, I, I hit myself with my. Oh, you did. Damage. Yes. Yeah. I think you have five points of damage, um, which are uh, that you can heal. Um, Al, I believe you have uh, some sort of uh, help for the weak side talent, which will heal uh, heal uh, you know five points of damage spread out however you want it. So you could heal Terry for one point and Marcus for. Four or give all five to Marcus. No, let's do let's do that one. Terry for one, Marcus for four. Okay, let's grab those keys. Okay, uh, you uh, you grab the keys. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to uh, use them on the door and sort of ascend to the, you know the next room. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, so you guys sort of uh, walk up the stairs, and this is you sort of hear uh, you know sort of some stomping around above you. It sounds like whatever this is, it's it's pretty big, but it also sounds like kind of muffled, like it's weird, like it's like almost like an echo of something that's you know really big. Uh, you sort of reach this uh, this uh, big purple door. Um, it's sort of for some reason it sort of uh, strikes you as like uh, over the top buffoonish. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, can, you don't really know why, but uh, it just seems like it's it's trying a little too hard. Let Please, us enter. Let's, let's use that key. Enter the key, and you sort of see like a, what seems to be just a gigantic man, and he's just sort of like dancing in the middle of the room with uh, uh, um, you know four other you know sort of smaller creatures wearing like white masks, like dancing around him. 
um, your first thought is, uh, all right, like... Uh, Jabberwocky. This is fine, yeah, exactly. Lamar Odom. And you recognize them as... Uh, <laughs> You you recognize them as uh, yeah as uh, you know sort of performers. Uh, the, the the large man sort of sees sees you in the doorway. Uh, leave me now. Um, and then they sort of you know, disperse. Who who are you who have come into my domain? Uh, you clearly know who I am because this voice is perfect. Well, uh, Al, Al Horford's our leader here. Um, yeah, I feel like I should approach. I'm gonna approach with eroticism. Um, <laughs> uh, something that uses your eroticism would be um, deception, imita- uh, intimidation, performance, persuasion. You know, I those think it's going to be things. persuasion. Okay, so you're going to uh, like try to you know sort of uh, you, you persuade. Uh, well, what are you trying to persuade? Uh, you know, the, this uh, this large man of persuade us to let us through. So, uh, are, are you the leader of this team? I like to think of myself as a leader, but this is uh, zero superstar team. We're all in this together, and we just want to get through the door. That's that's great. That's great to see you believing in your teammates and sort of you know showing them the respect they deserve. Uh, l- l- let me tell you something. Would, would, do you do you like prefer to be like um, sort of uh, overpowering, or do you like to be um, you know sort of like flashy? Would you say? I I would have to say flashy if I'm oh. being honest, personally as Al Horford. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, here, you know, um, <laughs> just ever some uh, out of he he got another critical success. That's the third critical <laughs> success for Everett in this game. Um, you know, uh, generally, um, you know, you know, if you had ruled literally anything else, uh, I feel like I would have been inclined to actually fight you guys. <laughs> but um, you know, I can't really uh, argue with fate, and you've just uh, something about you has struck me. Uh, so actually, you know what? Here, guys. Um, here's the key. Um, I, I don't know. If, are you guys looking for like, um, you know, this uh, maybe this this little boy? Uh, well, he's not really little. He's actually a pretty big boy, but probably a young man about the age of uh, nineteen, something like that. Yeah. Can I ask your name first? Oh, like, oh me? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I am. Uh, I am Kazam. <laughs> Shit, I knew I recognized you, brother. Uh, Yo, yeah. We're cut from the same cloth. Uh, you know, I, I can always tell uh, another man who hates stat nerds, um, and you know, I can I could smell their blood um, on you, and I respect that about you. Now, have you ever tried dancing? You seem like you would be able to uh, get up off the floor extraordinarily quickly. Dude, I'd love it. You uh, gotta get, you gotta go full out there, though. You can't you can't hold back. Uh, that Smush Parker back there. Hey, 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 uh, how you doing, Kazam? Boy, you you just seem. Good. I, I didn't ever think you were getting out of that cage. Boy, these really must be some special people to sort of, you know, uplift you that way and not tear you down. You know, that's some might say that that, that would be kind of a legacy-defining thing if there were a uh, an awful superstar who did that to so many people. Kazam, Kazam if I was playing with you, brother, I would give you so many roll into the rims. You you would be shitting points, man. You, you would score okay. 45 points a game. Kazam, because, did, didn't, didn't, you, uh, didn't you hang with us for a year? How'd that go? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, th- that might have been uh, my corporal form. I'm actually uh, sort of a, uh, <clears throat> a fragment of a soul, a dark echo of uh, the negative of a man, what he used to be. But, you know, now that I mention it, um, that also kind of sounds like the guy that was playing with you guys. So who knows? It actually could have been me uh, either way. 
What do uh, goat eyes taste like? Uh, I remember uh, you eating terrible. them in the movie. Oh, they were terrible. They were just terrible. <laughs> to steal from, uh, you know, another one of the, the horrible little uh, spirits that flats around here. They, they were terrible. Um, yeah, but I'm going to get back to dance practice, guys. Uh, but I appreciate All you right. coming through. Uh, just be careful. Uh, the next room is the last one, so you guys are going to want to, uh, you know, kind of be careful with that. It's good to see you, Zam. Uh, no problem. No problem, guys. Uh, you know, take care. Um, you know, some, some might think a dungeon master had planned out a more uh, detailed battle than this, but, uh, you know, you roll the 20. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys uh, head through the door. Uh, and this one is, like, really long. Like, this is a, a really long staircase. And you guys get pretty much uh, all the way to the top. And you sort of you find yourself on a landing. Um, on the far side of the landing, you see some stairs going back down. Um, you can guess kind of, you know, from the layout of the place. That's probably where the 24 stair had, like, would have emptied out. And then, uh, you know, directly to your left is just, like, this giant door. Probably, like, a big room. It's probably, like, the very top of the tower. Um there doesn't seem to be any entrances sort of besides this uh, this big door, but you can see kind of like a, a – well, it's like a very small grate at the top. Uh, but it, does, it looked like you'd have to be really lucky to get up there. I think we got to go through this door. Yeah. I think we, I think we have what we need together because we're Maybe strong. Maybe we should just turn around and go back. <laughs> look, guys, <laughs> look, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Let's, let's, let, let's huddle up. Let's huddle up right here, okay? Look, I'm not going to let you guys quit because you know what? I could have died down there in that cell, but you know what? You believed in me, so you know what? I am not. I am now going to believe in you. We're going to march in there. We're going to face the Mamba together. Oh. I'm going to tell him I don't care that you ruined my life. I don't care that you ruined my career. I don't care that everything has been awful and you literally haunt my nightmares. I am going to go confront the Black Mamba and I am going to tell him exactly what I think of him. So, are you guys with me or not? Can we send uh, Swish in first? <laughs> it seems like it seems like without your your concept, it seems like that's like sort of what's going to happen because he's turned and he's booking it for I the. I think door. we have to. I think we have to. Right. We are witnesses. You know, we are okay. witnesses. So uh, you guys sort of see Smush uh, push open the door, and like as he does so, he sort of yells, "Mamba, I've come to attack!" And he sort of gets cut off because he's hit with this giant purple ray. It sort of knocks him off his feet and sort of, you know, slams him into the wall. Um, he, he, he falls down um, and he sort of crumples into a pile. Um, Al, you've got pretty good vision um, on your perception check. You can see that he's he's still breathing. It looks like he's okay, but he's definitely knocked unconscious. Yeah, I'm not worried about him. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm wondering, should we all rush in together or should we go one by one or in pairs here? What do you guys think? Well... Look, that purple ray seemed pretty powerful right here. I mean, we got a lot of coolness. We got a lot of eroticism here. I mean, can we at least try and, and have a, a, a conversation with this guy? I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys, want, you guys want to try and talk to the Black Mamba? You'd have to, like, go around the corner and sort of see what's happening first to talk to him. Or do you want to just call out? I mean, can we use Terry to, to, to sneak and... Okay. All right. Yeah. So Terry actually manages to sort of, you know, sneak inside. Um, you can sort of, uh, you, you sort of like go in there and you, you get your bearings of the room. Um, there's a man standing opposite in a large chamber, and he's sort of peering out the far window with his back to you. 
there's uh, along the opposing walls. Um, there's standing, but he's he's kind of slumped over as though he's like held there by puppet strings. It's it looks like it's the young man that uh, you know the Teddy Garden's young warrior that uh, uh, Bird Stephen um, sent sent for you to uh, you know go retrieve. Um, doesn't seem like he's totally noticed you yet. Is he under a spell mm-hmm. or something? He's like kind of slumped over. He's standing, but he's like it's like at an odd angle. Like all of his muscles are relaxed. You know, he's like very uh, weird. Clay roots. <laughs> he's looted up. <laughs> it is L.A. It is L.A. <laughs> I would like to talk to the Mamba. Uh, as a pretty cool person myself, um, I think I could hang. Okay, so so Jim. You uh, you stride in confidently, um, and as, as you do, you can. He sort of, without turning around, you hear a voice call out, "I regret to inform you that my lord isn't here right now." Um, he, he, this guy must have sensed you, sort of, as you cross the threshold. He might have even actually sensed Terry, but was sort of might, might have been waiting for you guys to make a move. So maybe it's a good thing that you didn't. Um, but he. Uh, he, he, he sort of whips around. You, you can see this guy doesn't really... He seems to be a little bit shorter than the Mamba. So I don't think this guy is the Mamba, actually. He said, uh, you did well to get here, but unfortunately that all ends now. He sort of turns with like this dramatic flair and his cloak is billowing out behind him. He goes, I am Diedrich the, fi- the Fisher, the most loyal of the Mamba <laughs> servants. No. I have been my lord's right hand for many of his greatest victories. While all the warriors and creatures at the service of my lord come and go, I alone am constant, his most trusted advisor. My lord had urgent business to attend to, so he left me in charge of this thrall. So how nice that you could come to lift my boredom. How nice indeed. A thrall, awaken. He gestures with this large purple crystal that he's got in his hand. Um, and you can kind of see the young warrior sort of snap to life. He, like, stands up straighter in his eyes. You know, he sort of, like, his head snaps up. And he's got, like, this you know, sort of shade of violet in his eyes. Um, and he sort of, like, all of a sudden, he just charges you, um, this young guy with these crazy purple eyes. And uh, Diedrich Fisher, he seems to be, like, muttering something under his breath. Uh, Maybe a spell. Um, shit. So. Got those coaching uh, powers. Damn. Holy shit. Can we get Matt Barnes? Uh, I I just want to. I just want to be clear that um, that for the um, for the fourth time, Efren has rolled critically a success. Uh, so you're actually going to go first with uh, with uh, bonus bonus sneak damage on initiative. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to use the long sword. And so you're going to sort of close. Who who are you going to be attacking? Derek Fisher. Okay. Yeah. 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 Diedrich the Fisher. Because obviously yeah, there's Diedrich. no. <laughs> these are these are fictional characters. Obviously. Um, so. Um, all right. All right, you take a big slash at uh, Diedrich the Fisher, um, and you hit him um, pretty substantially. Um, let's see how much damage you do. Okay, it's uh, plus three, 1d8 plus three is your damage? Yes, correct, correct. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, so it looks like you did a pretty good amount of damage to him. It looks like you did eight damage to Diedrich Fisher, and you kind of, like, stagger him a little bit. Um, like, it looks like he's... Uh, he, he might have lost concentration on whatever spell he was sort of uh, casting. Um, it looks like he's uh, he's hurting a little bit more now. All right, guys, let's finish him off. Uh, melee attack weapon, the longsword. Okay. All right. So Hold Terry, on, Al's thing. I'm I'm, I'm Al now. Uh-huh. I think um, you have a rapier, I believe. I do. I do. So let's you can use your that. coolness. Yeah. Okay. So Terry. Oh wow. 
big you you nail him uh, pretty directly. He was actually staggered uh, by uh, Efren's attack because he had he sort of surprised him with his critical success with how quickly um, he reacted. So um, you're actually going to do double damage on this attack. Double damage, uh, baby. So you're gonna hit him for 17 damage. Oh my god! Uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty vicious attack here from uh, Terry. You really get uh, Diedrich Fisher pretty good, um, and he's you, you actually knock him down too. Um, you hit him so hard, so he, he's really taking a blitz from you guys. It looks like he's more than ha- halfway gone now at this point with the you know sort of the ferocity of the attacks you guys are throwing at him. That's Terry Rosier to Al Horford alley oop right there. Yeah, it's. Seems unfortunately, uh, Jalen, you've, you've sort of been watching this. You didn't notice the young warrior is sort of, you know, he's gotten close to you, and uh, unfortunately, it looks like he's going to hit you with um, one of his uh, big scooping, uh, you know, slashes. So uh, he hits you for seven hit points. So you're actually Ooh. you're 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 in the hurt tank a little bit, Jalen. Um, the good thing is, is that it is your turn now. You got a lot of spells kind of at your disposal. All right, too. let's let's use you're the only spells. Person, then. Yeah, you've got two level one spells that you can use a day. Um, so what, my, I, I've... Uh, you have a cool cannon, which uh, is uh, basically you uh, throw three darts of weaponized cool and they always hit. Um, so uh, that's can one I way to get two on Dietrich the Fisher and... Uh, yes, it's good. Four and five, wow, pretty good. All right, you're going to hit him with nine. Pretty much maximum damage for those darts. Uh, Dietrich Fisher takes nine points of damage. He's really going through it. And then... Uh, it's gonna be um, three for uh, the the young man who uh, sort of you know sort of shrugs it off. Doesn't like it do, does much anything to him, um, but he is bleeding pretty profusely. It looks like um, you know damaging him isn't really doing anything. It's really messing up his body, but it's not really um, stopping the attacks. I think we need some winning plays right now. Yeah, I, feel I was like we're close suggest, to it. I think that's a good idea for you to and break out some winning plays. I think that's what we need. Okay. All right, so you're yes, smart. If you're you kind of throw yourself into a winning plays mode. You you sense that it's time to kind of close the game out, okay. and you're ready. To, you're ready to make some winning plays. We're going for here. loose balls. We're going for volleyballs. We're going for all the balls, especially Derek Fisher's balls. So smart. If you run at him, um, how much? What's your great axe? Great plus, axe twelve plus, plus five. Three. Plus five. Yeah, no, you nail him. Um, all right, yeah, you really you really crush him uh, with the. Uh, with the die. Oh, man. And you hit him for... Uh, you, not only are you in your winning plays mode, you get him real good with the axe. Like, really good. You, you kind of lift him off his feet and uh, sort of slam him into a bookcase. Or I should say off the ground because he was laying prone. Um, boy, and you're going to hit him for... Uh, it looks like he, he's pretty much done. Um, he's out. Um, you guys got to be thinking, wow, there's no way he survived that. I mean, he threw him into the bookcase. He fell to the ground. Uh, all of a sudden... Sort of uh, with his dying breath, it looks like he's really running ragged here. You can sort of hear uh, Diedrich Fisher uh, cackling a little bit. <laughs> You're better than I've given you credit for, but I'm afraid that this must end now. And he produces this this blue and orange crystal from deep within inside his robes. This is Nixian, the most powerful negative energy in the world. Those who are pure of heart can be ruined. <laughs> by even the slightest exposure. <sighs> However, my master has bathed me in dark energies, so I have an immunity. Now watch me. Watch me become a being of pure negative energies, the most tortured soul this side of hell. I shall show you the power of a Nick. 
and he sort of like plunges this crystal deep into his chest and he just starts screaming painfully like he's really writhing on the floor all of a sudden he's, he's getting like enwrapped in these like unholy shadows they all look like they're like playing kazoo uh, it's just this awful music is sort of like emanating from somewhere it seems like it's sort of you know uh country blue glass uh, um slapstick uh, you know it's really awful and uh you know it's just sort of you can sort of see that all that's left standing there is this wraith of hope it's sort of like an avatar of despair um it, it's one of the cursed ones um and it sort of reaches out a tendril for each of you. Um, let me see. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. And he kind of gets each of you guys with this tendril, and he sort of wraps it around your neck, and he sort of picks all of you up off the floor, this sort of uh, evil demon, uh, um, so to speak. Uh, it's, you know, you can... Um, uh, Jalen, you've got some great perception. You can sort of hear someone coming up the stairs. So it sounds like somebody might be coming to your rescue, but you just, you've got to uh, survive just a little bit longer. And it seems like you guys might die if you stay like uh, entrapped um, in this thing's tendrils. So um, Al, it's on you. You're, you're, this thing's got a thing wrapped around your neck. What do you want to do about it? All right. Can I uh, cut myself or somebody else off of this? Yeah, it's hard for you to reach from there, but you might be able to reach uh, uh, someone else's. Yeah, you might be able to reach Smart's tendril from from where you are. Okay, yeah. You can have disadvantage on this check. It's kind of a hard shot to do enough to damage to get through. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, you you get through. You actually um, slash right through the thing's thing with a pretty good cut, um, and uh, Smart kind of falls to the ground, uh, breathing heavily. You guys are all tendrilled up. There's still somebody entranced. Yeah, he's sort of shambling towards you too. I got, just we got a great axe, the Fisher Tendril King. Okay, you're gonna go right at him. Yeah. All right, so you. All right, so you you're, uh, you're still under the influence of winning plays. <laughs> winning plays. All right, so you just rolled a, a lot of natural twenties tonight, so that's a critical success. Um, yes. Um, all right. So smart, you actually hit him so hard that you sort of knock everyone loose and you actually lift him up off of his feet and sort of throw him through the window. And you can sort of hear him crash through to the outside, sort of screaming uh, all the way down. Uh, you kind of hear him hit the water. Um, sort of left behind is like this sort of like a purple crystal uh, um, that's sort of uh, just uh, sitting on the ground. That it looks like, uh, you know, uh, Diedrich Fisher might have uh, dropped. Everybody, you're all free, by the way. You all uh, fell down. Uh, he let go when Smarf just nailed him. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, up here from behind you, you, you hear, I-, I found you, Diedrich the Fisher. Now, vent- oh, hey. um, Jeez, sorry, guys. Uh, I thought Diedrich the Fisher uh, was in here. Where is he at now? I'm here to get uh, vengeance on him. My name is uh, Matthew Barnes. <laughs> oh, Matthew. <laughs> he- Beat you to the punch. Oh, she, he went out the window. All right, sorry, sorry, guys. I, I just got to take care of something real quick. And he just sort of sprints across the room and leaps out the window um, after Dietrich the Fisher. It seems he, he was a scary man, though. It looked like he had some sort of crazy, powerful, like, uh, angry aura. Uh, I feel like we could have used him, but he's gone now. So I think we're going to continue forward here. Okay, well, uh, Jason is sort of making a beeline for Jalen. The, the purple... You know, crystal is still sparkling, and it seems kind of swirling with the same light. It's sort of in uh, Jason's eyes. Yeah, crash that crystal. Yeah, should we <clears throat> attack the <laughs> attack the crystal? 
Uh, you want to attack the crystal? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to uh, strike the crystal. All right, Jason. You use your it's 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 out of your melee range, but you use your cool stare to sort of uh, sort of stare at the crystal, and you can see it sort of freeze over, sort of starts shaking, and then it just shatters. You smash the crystal, um, and as it sort of shatters, you can kind of see uh, you know the young warrior. The light sort of fades from his eyes, and you sort of you sort of see him snap back into focus. Oh, oh boy. Hey. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ow. God, I hurt so bad. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Oh, God, why don't you hit me? Oh, my shoulder really hurts. And that was me. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Do better. Um, anyway, um, I'm Jason the Young. Um, I'm, I'm the uh, I'm the warrior for this town. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know how I got here. Who are you guys? We're trying to free you from the mid-range, man. We got to get you the hell out of here. Oh, all right. Um, well, let's go then. Where are we going? Back to the tavern for drinks. Uh, and that's all you need to say. Um, and you, you know, you guys, uh, you guys sort of escort um, Jason out. You sort of uh, wave. Uh, you guys sort of see Smush Parker's uh, slumped over, unconscious body. Do you want to do anything about that? Or yeah. real quick, I see on my class. I have sense of good and evil. Yeah. Do that real quick. Is Smush Parker a good guy? <laughs> as 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 you previously determined with your perception check, he's a really great guy. He's, he's oh, very yeah, earnest. He's double check. Yeah, he's really earnest. Though. You can't hang. I, I say you go on without him. Okay, so you, you guys are gonna abandon Smush Parker bleeding in the hallway. I'm sorry, we don't like we don't have a two way contract <laughs> for him at this time. I know you said they're people, but in my head, I'm picturing him like a golem bleeding out <laughs> on the ground. So. Don't worry, dude. We're gonna come up with a comic strip for this. It's gonna be additional content. It's gonna be good. So oh yeah, guys, it's gonna be a lot. You guys, uh, you guys leave Switch Park bleeding out. Um, you wave goodbye to Kazam um, on your way out, and you uh, you escort him back. And so our adventurers were able to obtain their goals. They were able to go forward into the dungeon, stare down da- Daedric the Fisher, and successfully recover the young warrior for the quiet village of Teddy Garden. However, as they return for their reward, more evils lie on the horizon. Where is the Black Mamba? Who is this greased freak who wanders the countryside? What of the coward of pears who leads the Saxer armies? And above all else, who is the shadowy syndicate known as the Stat Nerds? Be sure to check in next time as our brave adventurers will find out the answers to this and more on the ATO Show.